Well, I don't know about you, but I love it when God goes before us. And um, my message this morning may seem simple, but I think if we can catch it, we can apply it, we can fully understand it, uh, it can have massive transforming uh, power in our lives. And we've already heard it this morning so many times. And my message is this, God loves you. He loves you. He loves you because he loves you because he loves you. There's nothing you can do about it. I will try and do this without crying, and I'm already starting, so bear with. It's going to be good. You know, John 3.16, we love to quote, and said, For God so loved the world that he gave his only son, that whoever believes in him might have eternal life. 2 Corinthians 5.17 says, Those who are in Christ Jesus are new creations. The old has gone, the new has come. We've been singing about it this morning. That we're new in him. That we're children of the living God. 1 John chapter 3 verse 1 says, See what great love the Father has lavished on us. That we should be called children of God. And that is what we are. We're his children. Zephaniah three seventeen: The Lord your God is with you. The mighty warrior who saves. He will great, take great delight in you. And in his love... He will no longer rebuke you, but he will rejoice over you with singing. He loves you. Even when we get it wrong. Even when we, uh, we do things that we shouldn't, we think things that we shouldn't, we say things that we shouldn't. He still loves you. It hits because I've had one of those weeks, vulnerable time now, where I've thought things that I shouldn't. I've said things that I probably shouldn't. I've done things that I probably shouldn't. But God still loves me. And he still loves you. You know, sometimes it seems so easy to sing it, doesn't it? And we can sing it with gusto and we can sing it with everything that we have. But to live it and know it is something else entirely. You know, you think the songs we've been singing this morning, and we can sing them and we can believe them, but when you're in that position where you know you've done stuff, to truly know that he loves you can be life-transforming. And we used to um, uh, sing the song we sometimes still do called Indescribable. And at the end of that song, the end of the chorus, it says this, incomparable unchangeable. You see the depths of my heart and you love me the same. He loves you. No matter what's going on in here, he loves you. It says, and we sang it this morning, you know, he loved us before the creation of the world. Before I ever had a moment to mess it up, he loved me. And his love, it isn't swayed like our love can be. It isn't swayed by our failures. 
by our habits, by our attitudes. He loves us the same. And it's because he loves us that he doesn't leave us subject to those things, under those things. He wants us to live lives that are free from anything that would hinder us, living out the purpose that he has for us. But you know, sometimes we have those things in our lives that get in the way, or that we think get in the way. And some of them, they're easy to identify. You know, like I said, I've had, it's been just one of those weeks this week. Um, And some of those things are easy to identify when I've messed it up. When uh, I know things that I've done that maybe I shouldn't. But sometimes there's things going on that are deeper than that, that maybe we don't actually understand. We don't pick up on because they're not on the surface. They're rooted somewhere deeper. And a couple of weeks ago, I was in the office, and I was, uh, it was a quiet day. I think there was only me in. And I was going through my desk drawer. I was looking for something. You know, I realized how messy my desk drawers were. And I don't really see myself as that messy. Alex, no, you don't say anything. Uh, she may say contrary to that. I like to think I'm relatively organized. But, you know, I went through my desk drawer, and... I found things that actually had no relevance anymore. And God just started to speak through some of the things that I found. And me being me, and, and, and in general, a man, we all have our man drawer, don't we? With you know, batteries of indeterminable life and, and things that we don't need anymore. Manuals for appliances we don't own. Watch the Michael McIntyre skip, it's brilliant. Um, but God just spoke to me, these things maybe in our lives that we don't, aren't relevant anymore. Maybe it's a relationship that you used to have or that you still have, but actually that relationship doesn't need to speak with the same authority that it used to in your life. I found things in one of my drawers that I've been holding on to that I thought I might need, but actually I haven't touched in four years. Why are they there? And you know, God just spoke to me and he said... Um, you know, our unforgiveness can be like that. Go back and listen to last week's podcast and the beginning of Dad's message Kirsten was sharing on how her girls deal with some situations they had to go through and just their outlook on forgiveness was brilliant. Go and listen back to that. But there's things that we might be holding on to that are stopping us from living out everything that God has for us. And he loves us and he doesn't want us to live under those things, subject to those things. Things that are getting in the way of us being the most effective that we can be. And because God loves us, and because he doesn't want us to live under that anymore, he sent the Holy Spirit to us. To come alongside us, to show us when we get things wrong. To give us a nudge, a little conviction in our spirit. When maybe we're doing something that we shouldn't. Or we have an unhealthy habit that we need to break. 2 Corinthians 3, 17 says, where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. There's freedom because the spirit, when it's living on the inside of us, helps us become aware of those things that maybe we've just let go on and on and we go, well, that's just me. Well, no, it isn't just you. It doesn't have to be just you. That's not the way God created you to be. 
this freedom. You know, as we work some of those things out, some of those deep-rooted things, we create space for God to do new things. 1 Peter 5, verses 6 and 7 says, Humble yourselves, therefore, under God's mighty hand, that he may lift you up in due time. Cast all your anxiety on him because he cares for you. And as I was thinking about this and thinking about how, you know, God loves us and he doesn't want us to live under those things anymore. How do we work that out? What's something practical we can do to work that out? And uh, I was reading in Psalm 139. This is David writing. Uh, And at the end of that psalm, in verses 23 and 24, he says, Search me, O God, and know my heart. Test me, know my anxious thoughts. Point out anything in me that offends you, anything that makes you feel sad, and lead me along the path of everlasting life. You know, David, even back in the Old Testament, he knew that he needed God's help to identify things in his life that weren't of God, that weren't right. Things that might get in the way of him living out the purpose that God had for him. And we can use these verses as a prayer. That we pray over ourselves. And when we pray them, we invite Holy Spirit to come and do a health check. Those who've done Keys to Freedom, you'll know that. Because it takes in some of this stuff of asking Holy Spirit, is there anything in my life that isn't quite right? And you work those things out and there's freedom in that. But what does it look like to pray that prayer? Well, my friends Tommy and Eddie are going to show you. Uh, Now, I don't know about you, but I'm a big advocate for laughing in church. Thank you all two of you. Uh, You'll enjoy this next bit. The rest of you might go to sleep. Uh, My friends Tommy and Eddie are the skit guys. Um, So it's going to be funny, but it has some, some real good application for us. Um, so guys, let's put this on screen. So I'd love you to pause this podcast here and go to the internet and go to skitguys.com, S-K-I-T guys.com and search for their video Psalm 139. That's the video uh, that we showed uh, during this Sunday morning's message. Uh, and then at the end of that video, come back and listen to uh, the end of uh, this sermon. Uh, I think it'll really bless you. Have a great day. That was good, yeah? Uh, team, why don't you, you come? Um, you know, there's, amidst all the humor, there's some good stuff in there. And he loves us enough, more than enough. But he wants relationship with us. Because he loves us, he wants us to work through those things with him. And it's a process. It's not just a one-time, say this prayer and you'll be fine. It's the thing you work through. He wants communication with us. Uh, Andy and the guys, why don't you come? Um, and we're going to sing in a moment. But you know that process getting to that point it starts with knowing him coming into relationship with him 
accepting him as Jesus, uh, Jesus as your savior. Acknowledging that, you know what, we do mess it up. And we have messed it up. But because of Jesus, like they said on the video, God sees his perfection, not our failures. And this morning, we're going to sing a song in a moment. And the chorus says this. It says, lay down your burdens. Lay down your shame. All who are broken, lift up your face. O wanderer, come home. You're not too far. I don't know where you are this morning or how, what your relationship with Christ is like, whether you have one or you don't. Can I encourage you, you're never too far. He will be with you. He will come to you. His arms are open for you. The song says, lay down your hurt. Lay down your heart and come as you are. Now God accepts us exactly as we are. Failures, habits, hang-ups. The things we've done wrong, the things we've done right. He accepts us as we are. And he wants to accept us. He wants us in relationship with him. So I wonder if you'd stand. And we're just going to take a few moments. And I don't know if while I was speaking or you watching that video and just some things came to mind that maybe you know aren't what God has for you. Maybe there's some things and they got highlighted in, in your heart or your mind. Maybe the Holy Spirit gave you a little nudge. And maybe there's some things that you need to come to Him with this morning. Say, God, I need your help. Help me work through these things. Help me know more of your love for me. And right now, if you don't know him as your Lord and Savior, and you want to, it's a free gift. His arms are open. He wants to come and be with you and lead you into the best life you'll ever find. We've heard testimonies of it already this morning. Then I'm going to pray. And I'd love you to pray with me. So with every eye closed, I'd love us all just to pray this prayer. Dear Lord Jesus, I know that I messed it up. But God, I know you're so good. come to you now and accept your forgiveness your free gift of life and I accept you as Lord and Saviour of my life and I commit to try to live the best life that I can live with the help of your Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. Guys, if anybody in this place said that for the first time, I'd love you at the end of the service just to come up the front, some of the leaders. Uh, we'd love to meet with you, chat with you, uh, get to know you.
well, that's the best choice you've ever made in your entire life. Guarantee it. And it will be the best choice you will ever make. And now if there's anybody in the room and you know, like I said earlier, that you've messed it up. Maybe you've had a week like I've had and you want to come. Meet with God. Start this process with the Holy Spirit. Then as the guys are singing, I'd love you just to come down to the front. The prayer team are going to be here. We'll pray with you. And just commit you into the arms of the Father. And we'll start that process. You don't have to tell anybody down here what's gone on. This is between you and Holy Spirit. But we'd love to stand beside you.